All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of What's the Friggin' Deal? This time, we the boys go into What's the Friggin' Deal? A little movie night. A fun little movie night. This week's episode, we try to find what's a movie under five bucks if you want to see it in crisp, clear HD. We actually, we, we actually went even harder. We went a movie under three dollars, right? Well, Ooh, some of I, us did. I, well, there may be a, uh, there may be some. Mine was all right, all right. Well, let's set, let's set the original. <laughs> let's set the original thing that we decided upon, and then you can say yeah. how we broke the rules, I guess. Which okay. I did not break the rules because I'm, I'm, I'm a good little boy. I'm a, yeah, yeah, you're, the, you're actually the only good boy here. I've, we, I was. And I'm curious. I'm curious, like the, you, about this temptation. But essentially, what happened was this week we we're trying to figure out what we want to do in the pod, and so I pitched a challenge essentially like okay guys let's try to find a new ish movie you know and this one was originally released the one we landed on was originally released back in july on shutter but was not yet available for other people to view outside the platform until this month so we're like let's watch a brand new movie and let's see if we can do it for under three dollars now i found the move of the movie we eventually selected upon which we'll get to for under three dollars so i it was possible, but it sounds like <laughs> Sam and Liam did not want to watch the SD version, which was two ninety nine, and decided to. You go ahead. To go, you to do, go, to go oh. HD. Wait, okay, well, that's true. Is, I didn't even know that there was a, a cheaper option. It's, it's hard to find on the Amazon app because I do the Amazon app and then I cast it onto a Chromecast, mm-hmm. and so on. Just the app, all it shows me default is the HD version. And, you know, my personality, I usually am trying to find the deal, whatever's like the cheapest, I'll get the store brand or whatever. But, you know, I, all I could see was the HD one. And I'm like, you know what, it's another dollar. Also, it's helping, you know, hopefully the independent filmmakers who made this thing, who I'm just making excuses now for breaking the rules, Drew. But <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, to, you. I'm hoping you. to help the people the, who made movies because I love movies. If you want to watch it for $3, you can. So for any of you guys, after you hear this podcast and you decide that if the movie's for you or not, you can access it for under $3. Also, I was like running about and like I was doing a whole bunch of stuff last night, doing like all this audio stuff, trying to get my booth going, doing all this. And so then it was getting under the wire and I was like, shoot, I just need to do this. And so I kind of went with uh, uh, expediency over, you know, getting the best deal. But I noticed because this is a shutter production, the movie we ended up watching. And so I think you could have downloaded shutter and maybe, and I think they give you some time for free. So I was like, shoot, I bet I could have watched this for free, but I didn't do that. Didn't. Even oh, I guess, it. I guess that would have been the smart deal, right? I didn't get the, the two week free trial on shutter and then and watch I, the movie. Yeah. And uh, it might also be in just included. I think they kind of have an ad supported thing again, didn't do the research for this podcast. I don't know why. Sorry guys. But if you're shutter fans, let us know, man. Um, so Drew picked the movie and uh can i i'd like i think nice job that was like an easy short but like short and sweet and actually for a horror actually really pretty good yeah well so the movie was the movie yeah how did you come upon picking it yeah tell us about yeah yeah so the movie so uh, well first i came with the premise of like this three dollar thing essentially and i was i was trying to find you know a movie that would be that would meet that criteria being under three dollars so i was scanning through amazon prime and then i stumbled upon that one after like doing some digging and to be fair there aren't a ton of movies that you can rent 
at least off Amazon prime for under $3. Like you have to kind of do a little digging. Um, and I'd actually been wanting to watch this movie since it was a, oh. since shutter like released it. Cause I heard a lot of great things about it. Like it being, you know, the scariest movie of 2020 essentially. So hey. blah, blah, blah. This movie that we watched is called host, which is a, I guess British horror movie, right? I think it's, I think yeah. it's the production. Th- is oh, British. really? I thought they were Australian. I think it's, I know no, the director's British. British. I think yeah, most of the actors British. are British yeah. or at oh. least from the UK, you know? Um, and so I had been wanting to watch the movie and it just so happened that we found the deal on it on, on Amazon prime. And so I suggested it to the guys and they were down to watch it. And as Liam alluded to the beautiful thing about it is it's only, I mean, like the real run to the movie is only like 57 minutes or something. So that's a unique thing I think that we can touch on is like this almost like micro feature that's its own like unique length. But I thought, I mean, I think we should talk a little bit about what we thought of the movie, but, and if we enjoyed the deal that we, that we, that, you know, for me, the $3 I paid and the $4 that you paid for this movie that I would have actually <laughs> gladly probably seen in theaters. Like I kind of wish I could have oh, gone to theaters to see, you know? Yes. Yeah, for sure. I would have been awesome. I think, but actually, no, no, actually I can totally, I think because of how the movie is and the form of it, I think it's great at home as well and could be done in a lot of, you know, like on a laptop screen or whatever. I watched it on my TV, but like, I think it totally could have worked like that. And it goes into the length of it as well. So I think, you, I, well, for, are you just asking for an overall uh, of what no, we, but actually, well, well, wait, should we go spoiler, yeah. spoiler. If oh, you yes, yes, pause yes. The, so, the thing here. Well, and this then, is, this is in the description, like the little log line of it. If you're just looking to rent it. Cause I, I read this before I even clicked buy or whatever, but maybe we should do like spoiler free first. Like, and then we'll be like spoilers. We oh, just okay. talk about our general thoughts about the movie and then yeah. we can go into like, spoilers. And then we're pretty section, quickly going to go to spoiler. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And also the quiz, this, uh, this, time is spoiler time as well that's fine that's fine yeah, well, yeah i think well, that way you can enjoy 15 minutes of this and then yeah and then shut it off I guess. and then you and then go watch the movie then come back and listen to the rest yeah of yeah, yeah but yeah i think overall because okay it says you know friend like the description of the movie is something like friends get on a zoom meeting uh and uh act, get haunted <laughs> a zoom seance a yeah, zoom yeah, zoom seance, seance, yeah. and then things go awry essentially is the is the deal and so you kind of know that going in but i thought yeah, I thought overall it was pretty cool. And having it that form, they even, well, shoot, I, I don't know if I'm going to go into spoilers or not. It doesn't matter. But I think the form worked as a home viewing, but I also think it would have been super fun in the theaters. Because actually, it's similar to if you've seen Unfriended Dark Web uh, with my friend Chelsea in it. Oh, just shout out Chelsea Alden. Uh, it, I, I saw that in theaters. And it was it's like um, one of Blumhouse's horrors. And they... Uh, these friends are on a, a video call all together and then they start going down a path and like bad things start happening to them. And it's like, Oh no, you know, bad things happen to them in real life, even though they're all separate and on the thing. Cause then there's just a game night. Um, but yeah, this one was so uh, man, just, you can, it's awesome. Like the speed at which they got it out. Cause this was a September, 2020 release and it's very like, in the time of COVID, of course, you know, it's as though it just, it's as though it's just a zoom call that took place in the time of COVID, which is awesome. And with how much like the effects and all these things that are in it, it's like, and this was, you know, quarantine ish time. I know Britain was a bit different than America and stuff, but still it was, it, it was just, you can, I really appreciate the speed at which they created this movie and got it out and had a fully produced really well done movie 
in what? So that must have been at least March to September release. So obviously they probably had some time like being in COVID and it's sucking and being on, you know, Zoom calls. Six or six months, six months. And they yeah. from start of the idea, I wonder if they already had an idea and they were like, it was already a seance type thing. And they were just like, can we somehow make this work over Zoom? Like, I think from the quick thing I read, it was like the the director who's Rob Savage. He mm-hmm. had done, he'd done other projects before. And I think Shudder, he had some relationship with Shudder. And they're like, hey, do you have any feature length ideas? And so we had this idea for the, a seance gone bad via Zoom. But it, it, so I think he already had the relationship going to like, at least get a little bit of a budget together. But the amazing thing is like, it's a really... I mean, production-wise, it's pretty cool because it looked like all the actors use their own like apartments or yeah. like, houses to film it in. And I have no idea how they pulled off. I mean, not to get into spoilers too much, but like um, how they pulled off some of the things that went like that happened later on in the movie. Like it's pretty unbelievable. Like I don't know how how yeah how how they had the crew working or whatnot in these different apartments. But I, I'm curious from like an acting standpoint too. It's like as since you two are both actors, like like the um the way in which the cast was probably real, so involved in the process and obviously had to be like, like the, the cast members use their real names in the, pro, in the movie, mm-hmm. like the cast members real names that are like, are their character names. Yeah. They're using their real houses. Like it's a, it's, it's it was a, probably a really intimate production, which is pretty crazy. So um, yeah, but that, yeah. that was, yeah. It's almost like, yeah, actually that's interesting. Like you talk, I don't know. Yeah, for sure. I think that that was an interesting thing and it's almost like, I don't know. I think that's kind of stripped down. Like that's how acting kind of is like it's best. And at its core is when you are, yeah, just like you don't really need anything else. It's just like, you're doing your thing in a, in an intimate setting with other people, other actors and whatnot, even though I guess there is that weird, uh, um, like disconnect of being through a virtual, you know, through a screen, but. Also, I thought the performances but, were amazing too. Yeah, like I was really, yeah, I was really I, blown away by the performances. How did yeah. you guys, I mean, I, I can't imagine how hard it is to act just like to those screens. And I'm not sure if they were actually able to interact with each other, like in real time or not, but I yeah. thought that was pretty brilliant. How, how what'd you guys think? I, I thought everybody was like killing it and doing a great job. And the, you know, what? I'm just going to go into spoilers right now. <laughs> Cause like, I thought the, when the girl, the main, uh, Emma, Gemma, one Gemma. of them, Gemma, who, uh, Oh, we'll get into her. Everyone hated that character, I feel like. <laughs> but um, when she's pretending uh, to be freaked out, that's actually when I started to think like, man, like this, these performances are awesome. Like everybody is killing it. Like this oh, is great. Yeah, I thought the acting was superb. I thought uh, one thing that I was, did, what did you think about the story? What did you guys think about the story as far as like, it was a pretty simple, basic story. But I think one one person in specific, I'm like, F you, like you suck. And like, and it's not an unrealistic thing that could happen, but I, I, I dis, I just hold a lot of some, the seance person, Teddy's girlfriend. They, she, <laughs> oh no, no. The kidding. freaking seance girl. She, she comes on, she says, She's like, okay, yeah, like we got to be respectful, but like, let's get into it. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a good time. And then one person makes a joke. The, the, what's her name? Gemma Gemma. makes a joke and uh, she disrespects the spirits and basically the most dangerous, powerful demon ever 
is released because of a joke. And then when they bring, when they talk, when they connect back with the uh, Solvin or whatever the, the, uh, the mystic's name is. Ceylon, I think it was. I mean, it's, it's, it's like, an, it's, she sounded like she was Irish or Scottish, right? Yeah. Ceylon, like, she's just like, well, why did you do that? That's, you couldn't, you made someone up? You made someone up? That leaves an opening for any demonic entity to come and just F with you and kill you all. Why'd you do that? That's messed up. And it's like, because I didn't realize those were the stakes. I didn't realize that that was a possibility. And if you did realize that, the the seance woman, it's like, if you knew that that was a possibility, you shouldn't do these. These Like, that is a big-ass risk where you're just like, I'm assuming everybody will take it with the utmost respect and not mess around at all, every single person. And uh, if they do, then everybody's dead and it's on them. And it's like, that's so irresponsible and negligent, I feel. I, yeah, but it's also like, I feel like you're also taking God the damn. side of just like, the one who wants to joke and not take anything serious. And also like, I don't know. It's like, kind of goes back to the old timey, like sayings, <laughs> like the ones where they're just like, and remember, you know, like, don't, don't cry wolf because then a wolf will eat you and all your children and you'll be dead or whatever. It's like all the, like, they're always big warnings because they're like, you will kill everyone in you that you love if you do these bad things. And it's like, so just do what I tell you. I don't know. But so what? You hold Gemma responsible? <laughs> uh, no, uh, the demon's the one responsible. Don't try to demonize any of these people. The demon hurt them. The demon's the one who's killing people left and right. <laughs> going crazy. Hey, demons don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> demons don't kill people. Yeah, yeah. People, people, people kill people. Kill them. <laughs> I get your point, Liam. I mean, I I could that she really should have prefaced a little more about what the stakes were getting into this. I mean, she, she should have realized there's, she, there's some jokesters on this call that uh, they might not necessarily uh, respect the, uh, the, the, what the goings on, um, like, you know, she's a, she's a mystic person. It's like, no one's ever come in and been like, I don't totally buy into this stuff. I'm like, I'm a little, uh, you know, I'm here just because of friends. It's like, everyone's always gone in there. I feel like that would be a daily occurrence where people are like, I'm just here like, yeah, I think, because my group of friends came or. I think also the, probably the, like, maybe the internet and the non-connectedness had something to do with it where they were like, where she's like, I don't know. I've never really done this before. So we'll see. And like, somehow maybe that is part of what allowed such a intense demon to make it through or whatever, because it's like, you know, so she's like trying to give the warning, but like, she's probably never experienced something that crazy doing it. Like in her years, you know, she's just like, even cause like, let's say maybe in the past someone was a jokester or whatever. They didn't take it serious. They did something stupid and maybe it kind of like invited something else in or, but she was also there to keep the circle connected. And like, she was there to manage what's going on. But in this time she got cut mm-hmm. off because of technology. So then she's like, she can't manage anything that's going on. They're out there helpless. Then this demon's just taking advantage of everything and, you know, exploiting that weakness and that hole in what they did. I think it could be because it's such a unique circumstance. Let's speak on that real quick. When the disconnect between the uh, mystic, I thought like something flew at her. It did look like that. Yeah. I think something flew off her shelf. So what, but then she calls and she's just like, and then she's just like, oh, yeah, just a little bit of weird, like my internet went down or something. And I was like, oh, 
I thought something like yeah. attacked her or something, or she was experiencing something crazy. But I think that's one thing. So well, I guess I guess you could lying? say that either I think that I think there's two two explanations possibly. One is that it did actually happen, right? And her computer got knocked off, and she explained it away with the internet going mm. out, or, or tried to calm them down in some way by like, you know, explaining away. Or it, the there was an illusion created by the demon potentially on the computer screen to like start them to, you know unravel a little bit in their in their psyches i don't know yeah yeah oh i think I it's also or just a, or there could just be the explanation that they just wanted to provide a little jump scare so yeah <laughs> well yeah well no i was gonna say oh, i think that that's cool i was gonna say i think that's one of the things like this movie does so effectively you know like and like a lot of good horror movies it's uh you know, some things are just, oh, that's normal. That happens in everyday life. And, but then when something's just a little further where you're like, you know, and that's why it creeps us out and freaks us out. And then when you're walking through your house at night, you hear a noise and it's like, well, yeah, but that's just because the heater, you know, kicked on and like wood expands and contracts in colder, you know, hot temperatures. And so you hear a creak and you're like, demons are here, you know, because it's just on the edge of like, no, it's totally explainable by science. Or it's like, oh no, that one was a demon thing. And I think for that one, to me, that one was like, he pushed the thing off because he started small, like, you know, freaking them out. But then also it was a power outage. So it was to me, both things. How would you guys feel about just the, um, like the overall like pacing of the film? Cause it is very unique, like this 57 minute runtime. Like, and it kind of speaks to the fact that like, do you, did you feel things, you know, kind of touching about you're discussing Liam about how the seance person didn't necessarily like preface a lot of the danger going in it. it did the movie feel like appropriately paced where like this, the, uh, the terror was happening in an appropriate, like, pace to you i liked it because i think it, it was it was more jump-started than you know i think there's incredible horror films like um what's the one that ever that is incredible with the the girls uh what's the one with that made by the same people who made midsummer but not midsummer oh hereditary yeah. hereditary that mm-hmm. one was like i think uh, an amazing amazing horror film but I think for for uh, most horror films that are like this, which this I think still was good, but it was it was spooky. But it was it was. I think they could have easily turned this into the classic, uh, the what what we typic not classic the typical horror films that you see today, and they would have just elongated it and put in filler, which would be stupid and boring and they didn't they just went straight into it they were like we've got an hour this is an hour long story let's tell it and i thought i thought the pacing was really we're just filling time here yeah i thought they did a pretty amazing job like um kind of escalating the stakes of the demons like involvement into their spaces a little bit you know i thought that that was like a pretty well paced out um like ride for me as an audience member where like i definitely like there were definitely a, like I jumped at maybe that first little like um, like book being knocked off the shelf and the seance person getting um like thrown off the internet or whatever, and then there was that moment like that soon happens afterward with the um, the Caroline I think it was the one who's like kind of crying and doesn't really want to do it yeah. and you see a flash of her face getting smashed against oh the, yeah like the first time that you see it repeatedly yeah. again later on but that yeah. first little like bloody face smash I was like whoa like it. Because when you first watch the movie, I think because it's a Zoom movie and you're not really sure what the production value is, you're not sure how, like, like what they're able to pull off. 
And so you don't know like, oh, is the most I'm going to see is like lights, like the gore effects of that, of her getting her face smashed. And then later on with like people flying in the air and being tossed around, like that pool scene, like where she gets pulled up above the pool and thrown into the pool or when the guy gets lit on fire, like that was all like pretty brutal, like, but amazingly done, I'm guessing on the budget they had like effect effects where I was not expecting to be pulled off. And so yeah. the escalation of those things kind of like increasing in like their, I guess, um, like how big they were and how violent they were was like, I thought a pretty, pretty well done thing throughout the movie. And I, yeah. I think r- real quick, I think that they, they also like the whole format of it, doing it on a zoom call it's like these things don't need to look amazingly crystal clear because it's all through a silly webcam. So it's like there's it's it's as good of a quality as uh, like a web. We're watching it on the Zoom. So I think that's also another thing where when you go past some things like there was a creature, some some one part she was looking at a creature and I couldn't see anything. And she was like, it looked at me. And I was like, it's still suspenseful because you're like, what the heck is that? I can't see anything. What, what she's showing, but it, I can, it kind of looks eerie nonetheless. And you're like, your mind's like trying to figure out like, is there something over there? And I think, so that is also like the, the pool one and the fire, like all those effects are great and very impressive. But I think a lot of it was also of the other ones. It was like, you don't have to make it a, the most lifelike thing because it's, you know, the quality of a zoom call. But to me, that gets into, yeah, I kind of want to talk on both those because for me, uh, I think a lot of the effects were awesome and really well done. And like, to me, the pool one, amazing. Also, uh, a very simple one that I thought was so effective uh, was... But I think the very last girl and she, she has the sheet over and then she throws it on uh, toward her door and it lands on a human like figure. Like mm-hmm. it, it's just a simple cut, but it, it, I think it worked really well because it freaks startles you. But for me, like the fire, uh, like he starts catching on fire. That's cool. That's cool. But then it like, I think it takes the fuel, you know, the, the, it goes, you see the fire like shoot out. And I was like, Oh, okay. It kind of is like, a movie person like did a fire thing like to me it was like and so the thing that i didn't like is where it uh it gives away it it just makes it it takes me out of it as opposed to keeping it more like oh man like to me the scarier horror is when it's like oh this stuff could happen and they kept like being like like for instance when they're like oh the astral plane and so you can communicate with someone because they have a different language like it's fine because it's like kind of it's not quite humanoid or anything but then when uh but then like how they test sometimes like i don't like the flower test because then you see human style footprints and it's like like for me i'd be more scared if it like oh yeah wisped toward her like if it like opened up the flower or something where it's like oh it's just a spirit baddie that's pushing toward you you could still have that effect but not like oh footprint footprint it's like to me less affected less scary because then i'm like oh it's kind of weird that it's just like a person and same thing with like the biggest one i thought was really weird and we're yeah obviously in major spoiler alert zone but at teddy's house he's running freaking out freaking out he's like goes to an attic or something and he like looks up and there was like a blue like nightcrawler looking demon guy it was like a person painted blue i was like ah oh, you guys you didn't have to do that one like or maybe just do it a little faster or a little less close or something i know they need bigger scares because they have to escalate but to me just with the makeup with the everything i was just like 
this is weird. Like it, it was like, it, there's just a few that I'm like, ah, oh, if you, if you edited just a touch less, just even a touch less, it would have kept me in the ultra horror zone of like, holy crap, you know? So you wanted less information about the, like the physical being of the monster. Just so, like when you see those flashes of the demon's face, you don't need to see it. For example, you don't need to see that to be, it's more scary for you to do imagine it or to feel like there's more, just this I presence. Think. Yeah. And, and yeah. And also though, it can still have gruesome and big old things happen like in hereditary. I mean, there's that insane scene and it's like, that is a giant and gruesome effect happening, but it's not like a demons behind her being like, Hey, I'm a demon and I'm blue. You know, like that would be worse, like less scary, you know? Yeah. Oh, how'd you guys feel about the technique of like, Oh, go ahead. Oh, okay. So basically I was going to say, so also with it being a zoom call, I thought it was really cool because, uh, and I thought they could have gone even if they wanted to. I liked how it was. I liked how it was a movie and all that stuff. But I thought they could have gone the um, Blair Witch route. Because, you know, Blair Witch Project, they like got VHS copies of it and like put them in movie stores and stuff. And so what got around was, dude, this is actually a real thing. You know, like, holy crap, it's real. You know, because they don't show to anything that could be supernatural. So I was thinking that could have also been a fun way for this movie to go since it is such a like, you know, you could contain it in the 40 minute zoom call, which would have been awesome. And then it cuts off at black and you could be like, we found this footage. It was crazy, you know, and then, and had just a few, like have cut out all the uh, physical demons that show and just show the craziest crap. That's not a physical demon. I thought, and then just send this around Reddit or something, you know, and, and hope it takes off, which of course it's a full produced movie, but I thought that could have been a fun direction to go with it as well. You know, it'd just be the, for like the marketing day. of the movie. Yeah. Like a modern day Blair, Witch, essentially, but it's just a 40 minute yeah, movie yeah. because also I think that's the time we're in too, where it's like movies don't have to be an hour and a half. They don't have to be two hours. Like they could, you could have a 40 minute movie. Like let's try it, you know, especially shutter. You're a new platform. Let's try it. Let's see what we can do. Make something crazy, you know, but also this was a fun way. And I did like that end thing, but go, what were you going to say? Oh, no, I was going to say like, just speaking on like, kind of, you're touching on the technique of, of the different effects and whether you, they worked for you or not. How did the technique of the like, camera work kind of work where it's through the computer monitor? And I mean, there are points in which I thought they were really clever about how the computer lands in a certain spot or reveals something. Like even that first, the first shot where she turns on the computer and walks into her bedroom and changes into the sweatshirt, but how she set the computer onto the bed and like framed up the mirror with her in the background. Like there was already something really eerie about that. Like we're watching through this other like object essentially in the right. We're like doing the either In the foreground or background. We're like the FBI, just how they're watching us. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) The real horror. Yeah. Um, Or when she, um, I forget who it was, but someone like falls, I forget which, which one it was, but one of the women is like running and the computer's on, I think it's Gemma actually, the computer's like on her on her table. And then there's like a kind of a cut where she must have knocked it onto the table and it lands kind of in front of her face on the floor. Oh, when she but, goes to uh, Haley's house. Yeah, yeah, oh, she's knocked the wine bottle. Yeah, yeah, so that was that moment. I thought that was like, there were really clever things I did with the, with the camera movement. And there are other times where you feel more of like, they're showing us something where like, they're obviously holding the computer like down the hallways or whatever. Yeah. And it makes I me, mean, I need, they needed to do that in order to like break up the monotony of just seeing like these four, you know, the, just the, the, the little rooms that they're in, you know, you want to reveal things and have them seeing from their perspective to keep it like interesting. But I almost wonder if it would have been 
interesting for them to like switch over to like their phones as they're searching where they could use like the flashlights or something to, to reveal things. Well, one and of, that way it'd explain more like the forward facing camera or something like back and forth. Yeah. Gemma did that, yeah. but no, even she did that to a weird when she, cause she did that when she went to go to Haley's, but it was like goofy because she was at that point, I think everyone was dead except for like her and Haley. And she's still like going around with her thing. And I was just like, I think at that point I would be like, I'd be like, turn. Why are you still on that call? Like, who gives a shit? It's just us left alive. Like, let's, let's run out of here. Yeah. It was the, I think also that girl, the one who went up into her attic, she did, she put her cell phone in a selfie stick and then is holding it selfie stick perspective and then went up and showed it and everything. But the one that I also didn't like the most, I think of like, Oh, now the camera showing us what happened is I think that one of the very last girls who dies gets whiffed out of a window and uh and then the phone like somehow the phone falls first or the computer and it just lands perfect in the yard and then it's like one two three now a body boom and i'm like wait she was whole wouldn't it go at the same exact or maybe barely off it was just like and perfect camera's done and body falls i was like this what happened here gravity i know i like that i like that i thought thought that was pretty i thought that was pretty sick when she when she um like crash through is pretty surprising to me because I actually I thought for a moment she actually survived and that was her that fell into the grass and she was gonna be okay yeah. and there's so there's that feeling and then there's oh my god she literally just like crashed through that table and is obviously dead and I love that they had like the bunny slippers kind of thing like it was it was really brutal but I thought that was pretty for me it, it worked in the sense that it was like a surprise and I was like oh one of them's gonna make it she's gonna survive wait like, she'll be okay wait are we I don't think I must admit through a table. What are you talking about? Did I miss yeah, it? When, Carolina like, or not? No, it was Emma, the blonde. Oh, Emma. She like, she falls out the, like you're saying she, she gets pushed or she tries to jump out the window to escape. Yeah. Her phone yeah, yeah, must yeah. have sl- fell first, oh. lands on the grass. And then as and then she's she... probably scrambling or trying to climb on the side of the, of the house to get down, maybe she gets pushed off. I'm getting, oh. we don't see this, but I'm assuming yeah. she oh. gets pushed and then oh. crashes through the table. So you think like, she was climbing. Okay. Cause I, she was, was trying, she was trying to escape. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. this is one of the things it's like hard to see sometimes like all the action a little bit. Cause everything's so dark and the, the camera quality is purposely like lower, but I think she was trying to, she like freaks out. She tries to open the window, tries to flee. And I'm yeah. guessing a lot like their logic is um, she must have dropped the phone as she's trying to climb out the window. It falls first. And then as she's trying to like escape, maybe down a terrace or something, she yeah. gets pushed out and then falls through that table. That's All cool. those explanations drew uh, has made like your thing of the, of the, witch getting attacked by the boxes and then i think all those helped me a bit because the way i saw that scene was something was in the house she runs to the window and she's just like and then i'm like oh, okay I, like we don't know what floor she's on she's probably on the second floor or something and then the phone falls for like uh, like a few good seconds and then she crashes through a table and i was like was her plan just to jump out of a, like a 12 story fucking building? Like what the heck? And that idea of like, it probably being like, I don't know, two, three stories and her being like, I'm going to try and climb down and then getting shoved makes more sense to me. Yeah. I thought, Yeah, I mean, I don't know. She's also super scared. Everyone is dead at that moment. She has nowhere else to go. She obviously knows there's this demon by the door. It's like the only escape is out this window in some way. So 
Yeah, I but thought. Like, oh, or she could just be like, oh, I'm just gonna jump and then hope I survive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I thought I thought she was trying to escape and all that. But I, for me, I thought when the phone falls is, I thought she was pushed as the same time as the phone. But that makes more sense if she accidentally dropped it or just chucked it because it's like I need my hands and then was pushed right after. Because I thought it was like everything was shoved out at the same time, her and her phone. And I'm like, so why did it fall? And then she comes later. But yeah, that makes a lot more sense. I did like the um the zoom the classic zoom warning of like 10 minutes left yes. in the call like and you have kind of that natural ticking clock of like oh well what's going to happen now over these next 10 minutes yeah and then how it just i thought it was clever how it like just cut out the zoom call ended yeah that was um, so good although the zoom call was definitely more than 40 minutes because the movie starts on a zoom call right and it yeah. <laughs> but maybe it doesn't maybe the only thing i could think is maybe the timer didn't start till she allowed the first person in or something i don't know oh yeah yeah okay or until the whole group the, till the whole group joins essentially like all, all the invitees start then the then the timer starts down yeah, i guess yeah. I don't know. either way it doesn't really matter i think yeah. i mean overall i think we all like we're like nitpicking a little bit on the movie like yeah but i think um uh, although I maybe said this movie, this movie would be fun to watch in theater. I think where it's like a controlled environment and like you can't just pull out your phone. I think it is very effective if you choose like the right place in your home and the right time of day. Like it could scare the shit out of you, essentially. Yeah. Like if you if you close your curtains, like you're inside, it's dark, like there's no one else home. Like I would be so freaking scared to watch this movie because like it feels very visceral and real, and it feels like very organic in some ways to like our experiences now where you're just trapped inside you can't go anywhere and it's like where do you flee to kind of thing like there's not crowds of people like if you leave your house there's not like crowds of people outside that you'll run into to be like help me help me it's like you'll be alone and isolated if you were to bang on someone's door where they actually like come and help you or not like yeah yeah. and Gemma like throws on a mask real quick when she's gonna go out so it's very like timely for right this minute and like Mm -hmm. I did I watched it late at night last night and Lauren was like because I was like, you want to watch it too? And she's like, was doing some kind of like kind of puzzle thing. And she's like, I was like, yeah, it's cool. You just do that. And I'm going to watch it. But like, and I don't typically, I usually like get annoyed with her. Like, why are you on your phone during a movie? Like, we got to just watch the whole thing, you know, or whatever. But he, like later on in this one, I was just like, nah, F it. I need to sleep tonight. I got to like distract myself. This is too freaky. Like, I got to like look at something else, man. I'll look up facts about it. That'll make it not real. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, it is freaky. Like, yeah, home alone. Also, we're in a new place that we haven't been in that long. So it's like, who knows what demons are here? Plus, we've had crazy stuff happen here. So probably there are. Either, Tons of demons. Either real demons or demons of uh, whatever these people did in their past since the district attorney is after them right, uh, <laughs> currently. Anyway, but yeah, it's a freaky new place and it's it's quarantine time, so it's freaky. And yeah, it was, it was it's crazy to watch dark at night when all the lights are off, you know. And yeah. also we have lights that flash and blink because like I think the circuitry or whatever is messed up plus the type of bulbs we have. Oh, so, yeah, that so happened the other day. So it's like a light will randomly flicker on and off or flicker five times. And you're like, what the, you know, when you're watching a movie, that's like, and how you'll know you're haunted and going to die is if a light flickers a lot of times. And you're like, I'm dead. I am dead. (laughs) Did you last thing on this uh, real quick, when Rodina or whatever, when she was leaving, she like went somewhere to go to the bathroom or something. Was her, did her husband, or boyfriend hang himself and like he ended up like falling through something later but like i thought i saw his legs hanging there in the background and she like didn't notice and she didn't know where he went 
On the bathroom? When she was searching for him or when she just went to the bathroom? The first time she just, she wasn't searching for him yet. She went to the bathroom and then to the room, bedroom. Oh. And I thought I saw his legs just like hanging there. I didn't catch that. But if you did, that's really cool. Yeah. I mean, I thought- that's cool. They have something set up like that, which they might have done. Because I, mean, I, I think they're yeah. pretty clever. Because so. didn't. Oh, like, so he legit did hang, hung himself you think because they were like fighting so much and she's like he's oh good no i think the demon it? did it because the demon like the demon did yeah, it. yeah yeah okay yeah yeah okay because the demon basically like i mean i thought that was pretty i mean i guess one last thing that was pretty clever setup i thought of like how they explain the demon entering like as far as a quick little like without having to have like some paranormal people come in and be like this is what's going on to just yeah. have her quickly say like oh, you invited this spirit in and it puts on the mask of the thing that you made up. Like, I thought that was a really clever yeah. like way of just introducing this like element into the space, like very quickly, very succinctly. And it like makes total sense. And you're like, oh, we already know like the creepy, we know the origin of like what this thing is a little bit because of the fake story Gemma fake told back. earlier on, yeah. you know, the fake backstory. So we know like, why they have like hanging things. There's an explanation for some of the things that you see on camera, like them being drug up and them being dragged into the sky, them like being choked. Them, the, the, I know. thought the attic jump scare was good too. The pan across the feet, like it yeah. worked out because it was yeah. obviously with the yeah, backstory. That was pretty good too. Yeah. I think overall, so, I think, I think that we, oh, we like this deal, right? Oh, we were pretty happy with yeah. the deal. Would, good deal. Yeah. Drew, good uh, pick on that one. Cause also I, you said you kind of knew like how the reviews were coming in and stuff. I went in with pretty much no expectations, which is always really fun. I think for, especially mm-hmm. for a movie, it's like, who knows what they're going to deliver. And I, yeah, I thought they did a great job and like with the medium that they chose and like, and just how they put it all together. Also, I thought it was really cool and really interesting at the end, how they put in their legit zoom call, whether, you know, however much legit that was, if it's just to add scare or whatever, but it's like, Oh, as like the writer, it's like, Oh, okay. That's cool. Like you get to see where they got the inspiration for almost every single thing they chose. And I think that's so cool with, with art in general and whatnot, where it's like, we could turn that into, cause I think it did, that was so fruitful and, turned into so many great things that I hadn't, I wouldn't have thought of just trying sitting at a keyboard, trying to think of something like, for instance, the big, biggest one for me is um, on their legit zoom call. Oh, they, they had accidentally showed the girl's screen twice, one of them. And then they ended up using that to do her little background, like where she has a video background of her walking in as a double, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, like something so simple as that, like, I don't think I would have thought of that. You know, I was like, and I thought during the movie, like, wow, did they just like research like things on zoom calls, like, like jokes or whatever, like how someone would come up with that. And then sure enough, they show you their inspiration for so many things in the movie that I was like, man, that's really cool. Yeah. And all the, the dialogue, ma- the dialogue matched up pretty closely for the real like seance to the introduction to the seance in the movie. Yeah. 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 So that's that, cool. that was awesome. Like, yeah, I it's, liked it. it's cool. And it just shows because also I think a lot of times you hear like the um, soundbite Hollywood, like like the news, like coming up with like this version of like uh, this actor does so much research and they, and they go live in the Arctic for a year. And it's like, but what and but to me, this is like what they're actually talking about of research when you're creating something is like oh, well, let's host a Zoom seance with everybody. And then it's like, dude, that thing was so bountiful. Like we can steal so much from that and make it into a really awesome movie, like a really effective, well-done movie based on this like 10 minutes of Zoom call that had, you know, things that we can 
be considered spooky and we can turn up the notch you know the yeah nozzle. would you guys do a seance now like after watching this movie would you guys <laughs> risk it sure i guess there's a question do you guys believe in like these spirits or demons like do you guys do you guys buy into that whole like realm of being able to impact our lives my thing uh, is let's say any portion any tiny portion is like real well one i think there are many things we don't understand everyone agrees on that i think there's just tons of crap we don't know and understand like physicists there's tons of things they don't get yet and they're trying to figure it out that's their whole job each and every day but uh so it's like even if a tiny bit of anything was real why would you risk it why would you do it? Like, what's the point? Like, it, it ain't worth it. I'm happy living my life, cruising, just chilling without demons in my life. I'd do it. Because <laughs> I, 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 it's not, and it's not to say that I, I'm like, I'm certainly not like they don't exist, but I don't, I wouldn't say that I believe in them. And I would also assume that even if they did exist, the like, you know, more of the, I'm like, if, if I died or if anybody that I know died, even people who weren't the best people, if they were given any abilities, I don't think they'd come back and be like, I'll kill everyone. I'd be like, I think they'd probably just be like chilling. I don't know. Or not, not, not trying to take out anybody and everyone they can get their hands on in effect. Liam does a seance. All of a sudden, a Mai Tai starts being created in his kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> floating like, around. Grandma. Like, there you go. <laughs> Hell yeah. Good to see you, dude. Yeah, I guess the so question is, what if, what if they're not human spirits, though? What if they're like yeah. these demon spirits, right? So they don't, yeah. they don't have the same like logic or even experience in the human realm that we do you know would you do a zoom uh, seance drew no no way i i mean i i i'm not like uh i don't know i mean i don't have any like strong opinions over what exists outside like this realm exactly and like about spirits or ghosts but i definitely believe like there are like things like around us that aren't necessarily like our at whatever i'm going to use that word the astral astral plane, plane. <laughs> yeah My- like i mean I, I so i do believe there's like other things around us that you know can maybe impact us in some way i don't like to think about it too much because it freaks me out too much to actually believe that there's like something that could hurt me that i don't have control over mm. but it's just um, a ghost like this always right by i know you. yeah <laughs> also- there's, there seems to be too many experiences of people like actually like when you watch like the real life stuff of like I'm not sure how many evil spirits there are that can actually do things, but I do feel like there's like enough stories of people interacting with something that feels like otherworldly that like I can buy into the fact that it does exist. But I also do want to put that with a huge caveat of like, I think there are a ton of people who are trying to be manipulative to earn money or do whatever. And obviously are, it's just like bogus, John Edwards, just bogus nonsense, ridiculousness. That's like, I'm a psychic or I'm in this, or I'm talking to your dead ones. Okay. You know, a big, you know, like you've seen, I've seen a few where they uh, go and uh, expose them. And it's just like, so clearly you did that. And that's not true. You know, where it's like, these guys are just charlatans trying to make some money. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of that out there. So I'm not saying. Or, or not even charlatans. Some of them like, there's like people with mental illnesses who like a dude, there was one dude who did this big, uh, it wasn't a Ted talk. It was, um, it was like the radio. What is that? Uh, NPR radio hour, the fly or the radio lab. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Some, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was Radiolab. But um, a guy was, he was one of those guys in the, in, in those churches where they like the power of Christ, like when they're like, and be gone illnesses and, and whatnot. And he was like, he heard voices and uh, they brought him in to sort of be like a leader in the church. And this guy who was like a prophet and, uh, and he was hearing all these voices and he was like, Oh my gosh, it, it's worked. And uh, a woman, they brought a woman in and people were manipulating him. They brought a homeless woman in to pretend like he healed her, but he didn't know that it was, a, they paid her 20 bucks, but he just turned out to have schizophrenia. And he found nice. that out later in life. And he was like, yeah, then I was put on lithium and all of a sudden I, the voices were gone. And I, a doctor explained to me the situation and it was like, he wasn't at all like a dumb guy at all. He was very well-spoken and, and, and intelligent. It was just like, he was just had a mental illness the whole time. And so it's mm -hmm. like, if you couldn't explain, if you were dealing with that, like, I feel like if I saw something that was supernatural, my immediate reaction would think that something is going on with my brain. Not, I wouldn't immediately be like, Oh, that's real. I, I, I think that's where my mind would jump just because of the stories like that. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think, well, that's what I was kind of saying too, of like, I think there's a lot of things we don't understand. And of course, and we've dealt with that in different ways throughout history. And I think even today, it's not like, well, now we have all the answers. It's 2021. It's like, uh, no, there's tons we don't know. And that in 50 years or a hundred years, they're going to look back and be like, wait, they thought what, you know, those guys were crazy. And then like, yeah, just like we do of people like 200 years ago. It's like, oh, you had a mental illness, so we put you in a sanitarium and say, good luck. Hope you, you can be better now. It's like, we'll give you a freaking we'll lobotomy. strap you to a bread, uh, to a bed. How about that? It's like, yeah, gosh, yeah. Well, it all goes back to the episode one, right? And that dancing, what was the dancing yeah. fit of like 15, whatever? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, mass hysteria. People. Yeah, the mass hysteria. Yeah. People yeah. Just, the dancing fits that had no explanation of just this whole town just all of a sudden started flailing their limbs around and couldn't stop for however many days or months yeah, or whatever it's crazy. It's crazy which bring which good segue into bringing us to our our potpourri topic of what's the friggin' deal with a bunch a, of different stuff with a bunch of dancing stuff <laughs> so here's here's the red robin round table ridiculousness of what's the friggin' deal that's our new sponsor is Red Robin. Yes. Thanks, Red Robin. <laughs> Bottomless <laughs> fries and strawberry lemonade. If you can you guys do that? What's what's the thing? It's like Red Robin. Yeah. Yum. 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 There we go. That's our sponsor this week. Kids. Cheers, Red Robin. Cheers. <laughs> this one goes out to you. I hope you haven't had to hope you bankruptcy hope in the pandemic. <laughs> hope the, the the ad money is in the mail. Yeah, coming our we, way. we're looking for that check, that sweet, sweet check. I don't know. Do you guys want to hear something really petty, or do you want to hear something petty? That's like, petty. petty. <laughs> <laughs> She's like sidewalks. They're not smooth. They have cracks in them. <laughs> <laughs> the heck's up? With that? All right, guys. What's the deal? What's the freaking deal with uh, with Starbucks not following the lines that are set in their cups for how much to fill the ice with? Do you know what I'm talking about? So like you get the Starbucks yeah, it's printed on it's printed on there, right? That how much ice they should, the ratio of ice to drink that they should put in those cups. Like it's pretty clearly marked out, but so many times I go into Starbucks and they don't follow the freaking rules. And I always wonder what's your deal, man or woman. Why are you not giving me my fair? Why are you not giving me, why are you overloading the ice? Oh, cause they go mm. too high. So they, they get too less high. Liquid? 
Well, the only thing I ever get at Starbucks really is like iced coffee or a cold brew. And so I don't get them. I don't get like lattes or, or whatever. So mm. I'm really precious about the amount of ice to coffee ratio that I get at these places. And, you know, sometimes, sometimes, you know, the, the workers are great and they, they follow the rules and they, you know, the, the ratios work out very nicely. Other times there's mad men or mad women who, who just pour, dumping that ice all the way to the brim. And I'm just like, Oh God, I'm only getting like four ounces of coffee in this entire thing. Like I'm getting totally ripped off. Yeah. And you can't be a crazy person. That's like, Hey, can you dump out some like, I should say that I should be like, well, Hey, can you take out some ice? But I'm such a non-confrontational person that I just steam on the inside and just be like, why well, just wasted $3? Like, this is so stupid. Like I should have never have come here. Like my whole day's ruined now. And I should never. Have- <laughs> <laughs> it's all well. And it's also a risk. If you're going to be like, can I have light ice? Then it's like, well, they're going to put three. If, if, if it was the That's- guy who's, who was already going to do the right ratio. Now he's going to put like three cubes in. And then it's just going to be like, not cold, but watered down, whatever you got. <laughs> That's like, the thing I do ask. Like, I mean, I do ask for light ice sometimes to protect myself against this like criminal activity of being stolen coffee from, but I, yeah, the problem is what you're saying, Sam, where it's like, then the person puts like three cubes in and it's like, well, now my iced coffee is just like Luke is like room temperature and it's not enjoyable at all. It's like, there are Starbucks, you know, baristas, scientists or whatever that are probably like, ascribing the right amount of ice to coffee ratio to make it the most delicious it could possibly be. At least I want to believe that, you know, that's my, that's my dream for the world that they're the people that are providing that service to me that I don't have to think about what the ratio should be. And you know, when they, when they, when they don't fall, I just don't understand. I mean, I guess it's just laziness or they just don't care. Maybe it's their own preference. I don't know. What do you guys, do you guys ever deal with this issue of, of, not the right ratio of ice to coffee at, you know, it could be any place, not just Starbucks, but Starbucks is the place I most frequently visit for coffee. So. Yeah. Well, I've been going to uh canes recently because they have raising canes up here, which is like a chicken mm. finger joint for those that don't know. And it's very simple. They just have a very simple menu, but you can get a, a sweet tea there. Right. And so I, it, they do a similar thing and I'm like, I don't know if the person is trying to hook it up. They actually, they do it in the opposite way where it's like, it's that thing where, and they use really tiny cubes of ice and it's just room temperature or warm sweet tea, I'm assuming. So they'll put in just a tiny bit and then they'll fill it up with sweet tea. And it's like, all right, some tepid tea. Like when you order it from a restaurant, you're expecting it to be like ice cold in America. Cause that's just the standard, you know, I feel like we always get ice drinks. And so I am like, do they, are they just trying to hook me up? And they're like, I'm going to give him five cubes of like little pebbles of ice and it'll be, he'll get so much extra tea. He's going to love it. Or like, what are they doing? Cause then, you know, sometimes it's the right ratio, but I don't know. I think, I think it could be like a thing there where they're just like, yeah, I feel like it's probably just laziness where it's just like scoop it in. Who cares? You know, like move on. I'm making a billion drinks today because everybody's getting their Starbucks. But I also feel like audience people listening could probably be like, Oh, it's it's. Are you already know you're getting highway robbery by by buying coffee for that expensive, Drew? So just who cares? Like you're you're already getting screwed. It's like asking, you know, I don't know. It's like what is our demographic? <laughs> like truckers? Yes. Well, yeah. The only people. Yeah, the only people who have enough time to like uh, get through every podcast on the planet and finally get to ours <laughs> and be like and listen to it because they're yeah. all. T- 
Drew, buddy, what do you got there? <laughs> That's the reason I get so upset that to those people, that's the reason why I'm getting so upset about this because I did pay like four dollars for an yeah. iced coffee that I could have I could you know make at home, but I'm going for the convenience of like either I'm out in the ta- I'm out in the town enjoying my day, or maybe I just don't want to don't want to clean my coffee cup that day or something, or I just want a nice tree. I want to break the monotony yeah. of my life and go to Starbucks and get something. <laughs> well, Dear yeah, God. and that and actually well, no, no, no. I, I think that goes into my Oh, what's the freaking deal? Which is like with Starbucks as well. And I think, and I think it works out because it's like, it's about the experience. And I think it's like, they obviously know that it's why they're so prolific and whatnot. And so it is a thing for you to do as like, whatever, a treat or whatever it is. And the like penultimate example of this is Starbucks themselves. They have a headquarters in Seattle, right? And it's in like a big five-story building shared by, you know, multiple uh, businesses and whatnot. And on the bottom floor, so on, they're on the top floor and whatnot, and they've got their whole corporate executive suite, and it's it's just a corporate office. But they also have the machines, little uh, espresso machines and whatnot, and everyone, even like the CEO, all the top dogs are all trained in how to use the coffee machines. And so they can make it anytime they want in their office, right? But what they do a lot of times on the break or whatever is they go down to the street level, go out, go one building over, go into an actual Starbucks, order and pay and buy a drink. So even them who have the access of the of the machines in their office can make any drink they want at any time they want, will still go down and pay for it because it's like, it's more about the experience. And I'm sure they get to like get out of the office, stretch their legs, see other people, see the public. Like it's, it's weirdly it's enough what smoking was for the previous generation. Yeah. It's like it's, that smoke break. We don't have anymore. Most people aren't smoke. I mean, we're not smokers. We don't have that, but I know my coworkers who were smokers. It was like, that was their motivating force. They like set benchmarks for like, Oh, I'll work for two hours and then go enjoy a nice, like five minute break outside. Yeah. Our yeah. break, especially being, you know, trapped inside all day in our houses is to like walk, you know, whatever the few blocks to whatever the coffee shop you would go to is and get a nice little, treat for yourself and that is not an everyday thing i don't want i'm not a ritzy kind of person that gets starbucks every day you know but i tried i treat myself like once or twice a week to like some other coffee spot i'm supporting american business people so get off my back <laughs> yeah. get off my back get off my back trucker our demographic <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i think i think that's right uh the the laziness and because it, it's also like if you're a part of a big corporation like a, a chain a massive massive chain if the only not following the rule should be should be to like give the customer extra not to take more away from them because you've already like the company has already made it so these are like okay this is what we can do this is if we do this we'll be making a bundle on the end yeah (laughs) we'll be making a profit and it's like why would any the the only option I think it, it can be laziness because it's certainly not some teenage like eighteen year old is going fuck these customers I want Starbucks to succeed even more so yeah. it's just like it's just it's purely like dump a bunch of ice in do this thing that's the only only possible because if you think about it too it's like what are they going to reserve that cold brew so that they have more things to throw out at the end of the night? Like, you know, they're not like trying to, we got to conserve the cold brew, man. You know, yeah. it's just like, yeah, who cares? Here's this, here's a drink. Got 50 more to make. So I don't care about this one. I mean, yeah, it's probably one of the most, none of you guys worked at a, like a coffee shop. Have any of you guys worked, worked at a coffee shop? 
Mm-mm. I can't. I mean, it looks so stressful when you're in a Starbucks and it's like packed and it's like you got to make like 30 drinks. I felt really bad for yeah, that. Yeah, so. You know, the line is out the, you know. Door. Yeah, and everyone's like in a hurry because they only give themselves five minutes to get this drink, you know. Yeah. And I feel like with mobile ordering now, it's like they're always so backed up because everyone's ordering stuff at a time. So I'm not mad at you, Starbucks employees. I'm just, you know, disappointed sometimes. I'm just hurt. I'm just you, should, you should always ask for no ice and then, and then you know, like, then go up and go, you know, could I actually just get a cup of ice on the side as well? But then I, waste, then, a cup of, then I, waste, then I waste a plastic cup and I feel guilty about that, you know? And say, well, then say bring your own cup from home and you go. You can't oh, anymore. That's the problem. You can't bring your own uh, like. For ice? COVID, well, I, don't know, I think for oh, anything. For COVID. They, for COVID, yeah. they won't let you. Because I used it's to just bring my own like mug. Mm-hmm. for hot coffee to them and then you know that's yeah. another what's the freaking deal i should get i'll get into later all right liam what's your uh what's the freaking deal for the week okay so this is uh, gonna be a, a bit of a shorter one um what's the deal with what's the freaking deal with uh like i, I want to know how what is it called when when you go to watch a movie that's coming out and you're like where they're sort of testing the crowd they're testing how the movie's going to be and they're like so what did you think and they're like oh i thought you know shrek should have been more funny or something like what what is that called like test a screening? test screening yeah a yeah. test screening i want to know what the one was like for like really bummers of movies like passion of the christ if they're just like so what'd you think and everyone's just like I liked it. It was awesome. I thought it was so good when Jesus was crucified. Like two hours. I wonder I want to know what like the sample groups and like test screenings were like for Passion of the Christ. So what's the freaking deal with like how did that go down? Test screenings for bummer for bummer movies, right? Major for bummer really- movies. Uh, the the uh, the my main example is Passion of the Christ, which is just torture porn of a religious figure for two hours and how do you think it went down <laughs> i think that i just think they go so what you guys think and everyone just goes really sad and they go fantastic that's what we were going for all right perfect, 10 perfect. out of 10 on sad yeah. scale yeah, nice like, and brutal and anybody uh, anybody have any thoughts or notes on the whipping that went on for 30 minutes and they're just like Nope, it was sad. And they're just like, perfect, perfect. Okay, we love well, On the flip that. side, imagine the person that dislikes that movie and is like, eh, it wasn't enough for me. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> it's kind of boring. Honk shoe, honk shoe. <laughs> really could have got to the killing a lot faster, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. like, why did we drag this out? <laughs> we could've all know a, the story. Could have been a five minute movie in my eye. They're like, you want the length to be cut down, sir? Yeah, five minutes. Well, I think for like the the initial like um, screenings of that movie, I, I feel like I remember them doing it for a lot of like religious like groups or organizations, essentially a lot of like Christian groups, like they would have screenings for because they wanted to like really sell it to that market as like an authentic depiction of like what, you know, Jesus had gone through or whatever. So I imagine it was like a pretty like somber, like I could not imagine being the person running that having to ask the questions and this like, somber very faith-filled crowd who's like probably all in tears and is like you know doing whatever and, and really affected by the movie then having to be like all right let's uh let's get into it you know jack <laughs> over there what what was your favorite part of the movie well wait yeah. do they uh, do they usually do, i don't think they usually do a focus group style where they sit around a white room at a table and are like <laughs> asking the questions when i went to one uh actually for shrek 2 funny oh, yeah no it was shrek i thought it was shrek 3 uh i 
Uh, well, you maybe. went with me? Yeah. We were, what? Really? Yeah. And it was like half animated still? Half animated. Yeah. And like the wizard had his shirt off at times. And... <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, anyway, whatever. But like when you do it, it's like they just pass around paper and like those little grade school pencils oh, that what, are chopped off. Well, there. what about focus groups then? Is there a focus group for it? Well, I don't know. What I'm saying is I don't think it's like a guy conducting the thing being like, Jeffrey, what did you think? Sad or not sad? Okay. <laughs> Susan, how about you? You know, Funny? it's like it's like they just pass out a paper and you fill it out. Like, I don't think they're like... And then also well, i think sometimes like you hear about directors who like will get to sit in or whatever and then they hear like for comedies at least when like the laughs are and all that so in this case i guess they're looking for the sobs or the gasps uh, <laughs> like oh really good gasp i think we did a good edit on that one like don't cut that like but yeah I'm, i don't i don't think I'm, it's I'm, like a focus group guy asking like <laughs> could have been <laughs> I base I base all my knowledge in the world on what I see in cartoons, and that's what I see in cartoons. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Sam. What's your what's your what's the freaking deal of the week? I don't know. I feel like I brought up a lot of them, but I do. What's what's the freaking deal with pineapple on pizza, you guys? I know it's a controversial topic. I know some people are hater McHatersteins, but hey, I like I like it. It's good. It's sweet it's uh you do like it i do like it so so your your thing is what's the freaking deal with people that hate on yeah what's yeah what's the deal with all y'all haters out there are do you guys are you guys in the hater camp or what what camp are you in what's the deal oh also do you like like that typical hawaiian where it's uh pineapple and ham or whatever what's the deal what you got i don't like it i think it's uh But it's are just, you one of these like extremists? I don't hate it. No, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not an extremist. extremist. Who's I'm like, not... who's like, whoever likes it is the worst and needs to die. Uh, definitely not that, but I am. It's just, I'm just like, yeah, it's too, too sweet for like when I, when I want uh, uh pizza, I'm looking for either like everything supreme or just like pepperoni and i'm just wanting all that uh like delicious uh you know you got your i don't know what 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 do you what is like meat flavor like say you like um savory savory. yeah like i'm looking for that and salty and savory and all that good stuff and i definitely am not like uh you know we go great with this some really sweet fruit like I'm like no, put that in a salad and I'll eat this here. And so that's why I it's, I, I don't uh, I have not killed anybody over their beliefs in liking um Be honest. Be I honest. am I hand to God, hand of the passion of the Christ. Uh, I have <laughs> not done that. Me. Um, but I I don't like it. No, true. I feel like. This might be controversial. I probably like pineapple on pizza more than I like fruit and salad. I think fruit and salad since you brought that up is i dislike it so much really really yeah, like, like when you stru- put orange slices in there or some orange is okay i hate i dislike strawberries don't i look people throw cranberries in a salad i'm like get that out of here what the peaches and salad no peaches what the that's like well like sometimes they have the peach juicy. like feta like peach and feta uh, and spinach salad i've full seen banana before. full <laughs> banana drop it Un- Un, unopened <laughs> just I one know. giant banana on there <laughs> Trey, you need to look at where you're getting your salads from I, but with, I with, the pineapple, with the pineapple on pizza thing i think that um i would never in my life like order just that kind of pizza for myself like it's not like i agree with with liam in the sense that like i prefer like this the traditional like pepperoni or just cheese or maybe throw a little peppers on there i'm not a crazy man 
So I just, <laughs> you know, I keep it pretty simple. Uh, but if someone were to order like a pineapple and I'd only have it with the Hawaiian style. So I, where it mixes mm. in some of that savory element to it. If someone gets one of those, you know, I won't, I won't throw a tantrum. I'll have a slice, you know, I'll, I'll t- have a little taste, but it's more of like a palate, like change up than it is. Like I would enjoy an entire pie. That was that. I see. Like, yeah. Taste, you know? Yeah. And I, I'm also the style of uh, like when you're at a big group function or whatever, and they have tons of pizzas out there. Like I'm going to try one of these slices, one of these, one of these. I'm not just like, give me four pepperoni slices. I'm good. Also- Although if we only have four, like what's the number of pizzas? Like for you, I guess you'd be fine just having a pineapple on a pizza just as the only option, right? Like if you order one pizza, would you be okay if it was the pineapple? It was if it was Hawaiian. If there was only one pizza there. If there's oh, only yeah. one pizza yeah, I'd to be share. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be fine. I feel like it would, but I would also, need at least five to five to six pizzas of other things before I, I would la- before I would be okay with one yeah. person I don't, including a, a, a pineapple one. Yeah. That, I don't like, I'm not like in love with it where it's like, I must have it, but like I'll select that cause I like it, but I'm, but I wouldn't like, I don't care if it's like two, we're getting two pizzas for the group. I know that's not like the top one. So unless half the group likes it, then I'm not going to be like, no, it must be there. I'm pretty easy. Like on whatever kind of pizza, but yeah, nice. I would set a limit where if, if we're not ordering above five pizzas, and you vouch for getting the pineapple ham as one of the options. I think you're a pretty selfish person. I'm gonna wow. So wait, what I, would I your what would you, piece of shit? <laughs> <laughs> what would your five be then? Rapid fire, go. Uh, so two pepperonis that's really popular. One plain cheese. One like meat lovers where it's like multiple meats, and then one like veggie. I think. Oh uh, yeah, I gotta get those. Yeah. Guys yeah. Veggie. And then I, even that. before pineapple ham, I throw in like a white pizza, like where it's you know or oh my god yeah i throw in um like one that was like peppers and onions i throw in one that was just like hamburgers. i throw in one that i mean it, yeah. it's me it's gonna be like maybe number 10 before i get to the, the <laughs> i throw in style. one that's just trash compost on a pizza maybe gummy worm pizza you know it's all the <laughs> standards that everyone likes onions and peppers what the heck it's just onion yeah. and pepper yeah. mushrooms mushrooms in there maybe you know yeah also most people when they put like most places like the fast food ones that put mushrooms they're like rubbery and nasty i like when they're like actually cooked i like them chopped up like finely chopped mu- like that okay. kind of quality of mushroom where it's like nicely chopped i yeah. like those when it's i don't rough. like mushrooms yeah like that's i'm not a, really into i used to always like pick them off when i was a kid but as long as they're not just like those slimy nasty yeah yeah slimy bugs. how many All pieces right, would well, it be for you would it be for you liam before you allowed a some i never allow it <laughs> That hurt someone really bad. I would never allow it. Not in my house. Not under my roof. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> it's number two for me. Yeah. Number two. <laughs> yeah. When it's a big group, I got to order 10 pizzas. I go order one pepperoni and then a full pineapple, extra pineapple, nothing else. <laughs> and I slice it into 20 slices and say, everybody's got to at least eat a sliver of it. So. <laughs> So it looks like you've met two people though that don't love pineapple on pizza. We don't despise it, but we don't really. It's not a choice of ours that we yeah. enjoy necessarily. So what's your what's your what's your feeling towards us now, Sam? Uh, you're both fired from this podcast. I'll keep looking until I find someone who gets pizza more. No, no, I just feel like it's one of those controversies. So that's but yeah, you guys are not as extreme as some people. Like I said, I hear people freak out about it. Pretty crazy. Start crying. 
cry harder cry harder about that than during passion of the christ exactly <laughs> the test screening when they put that question on would you rather watch this again right now or eat a pineapple pizza play it just play it just please play it <laughs> all right well that right. wraps up the uh the uh the what's the freaking deals okay well you know what that means it's time for this week's quiz it's the quiz of the week it's the Quiz of the week. Man. It's the quiz of the week. Quiz of the week. All right. Wow, really good. Today's quiz is all about a lot of things, but mostly host movie that we rented on Amazon. Oh, question, okay. So, question one: Host was oh, also <laughs> host was nominated for all of the following awards at the British Independent Film Award, except for one of the below was it best editing best sound breakthrough producer best music the best music final answer whoa liam's got a final answer locked in drew best now music you, you can do whatever this is it was not it was automated for all these except for one of them which one was it drew oh except for yeah um, so it got all these nominations except for one yeah i'll do best music that makes sense actually i'm gonna i i I think that I don't remember there being really any. I don't remember that standing out, honestly. Is uh, which is good and bad, I guess. I mean, it, it didn't feel like overpowering, which is good. So it could have won that, but I think they usually would probably give it to something that's like more of a standout in a movie. Um, even though maybe the best music is music that you don't even hear. Wow! Wow! Yeah, a lot of jobs are like that. They're, wow! You're yeah. doing your job if no one notices you're there. Exactly. All right. Is that your like final me. answer, like a, like a PI. <laughs> final yeah. answer. Yes. I'm not going to let Liam get away with this one. I know his is actually. If you're not there, you're doing. <laughs> no. All right. You guys are correct. It is best music. They were nominated yes. for the other three, though. Best editing, sound, and breakthrough producer. Nice work, guys. Thank you, sir. Okay. Question number two. Which of the following gruesome deaths did not happen in the film? Was it A, a neck snap, B, burned alive, C, bowl to the dome, D, keyboard face smash? C, bowl to the dome, final answer. Well, Liam, locking in a final answer early Got to copycat you again, Liam, because that is one I don't remember in the movie. Oh, you remember all the others, huh? Well, guys, final answers all across the board. And it turns out you guys did watch the movie and didn't just text your way through it because you're right. Though she took an object to, to the head when she went over to, when uh, Gemma went over to check on uh, the other girl, it, that's not what killed her. She was on the floor still alive and then she died after. I did think that was pretty hilarious when she was just like standing there and the, the demon's just like, He's <laughs> <laughs> just yep. like, throwing shit it's just like it's not a it, like the guy is super powerful at times where he picks them off the ground and whatnot but other times he's just like jerk it's like a a, a guy a boston guy after a baseball game <laughs> checking a beer at someone or sometimes he's just like what about all these cabinets and like yeah. just, just hitting cabinets not even touching them he's just he's like, just like you've got kitchen cabinets an enforcer <laughs> that's going to like get somebody to pay money he's like oh you don't have it okay well how about i go ruin your kitchen how about that <laughs> I thought her stunt fall was pretty amazing though. I don't know if you guys noticed it, but she like really like 
went limp and like really fell over sideways as if she really lost like consciousness for a second. Like it was a pretty good, like it wasn't like a pretty big, like loud, like, Oh, and like where she like stumbled over her hands, like went flailing in the air. It was like a literal, just like doink. And then she kind of just like teetered. (laughs) Uh, I liked it. I actually rewound, I actually rewound that part like twice to see. Dang. Yeah. Yeah, Shout out, shout out to Gemma for her stunt fall. If it was her, I assume it was her. That was epic. That was epic. Yeah. Epic bro. Okay. It's tied up two to two within this game. So question number three, and you each have a lifeline remaining. Question number three, how many chambers does a human heart have? Four. Mm. This is how many places can a demon possess your heart? Four. <laughs> oh, man, no, no multiple four. choice here, huh? Uh. Yeah, it's just out into the old uh, abyss. You got to figure it out. If you need to phone a friend, you can. There's only five questions. Ah, oh, man, I know there's like four main valves for a heart, but are there more than four? Are there more chambers than there are like the main? Or is it art? There's arteries. There's the two arteries and there's the two other things, right? I think there's four main valves and there's either four or two, I think, um, <clears throat> chambers. But also the Chamber of Secrets. Is that in the heart? If you try to remember the famous David Bowie song, Ch 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 Chambers, that should Ch Ch Chambers, there's four of them, <laughs> them in the heart. I'm just gonna go four, four chambers. That's the only. I actually I do remember this like graphic or something where it was like blood goes in here through these two things and then gets pumped out here through these two things or something. It gets cleaned out or something, uh, or like different like cells get added to it in some way, right? You know, I don't know. I think yeah, the heart I, just pumps the blood around from what I understand. But isn't it, it does something in the heart though, I think, doesn't it? Like that it, things get added to it, right? Uh, I thought that was maybe I think like it, the I liver it, and stuff it, where it, it like yeah. cleans it or something. I think the liver one, cleans your blood. I'm pretty sure the heart, it just like is the pump. Like it just sends it out. It takes so it. So there's, just two, maybe there's just two chambers. I don't know. Uh, maybe there's just two, like one in, chamber. one out. Hmm. Man, we definitely we definitely learned this in like ninth or tenth grade. It's probably like the first thing we learned about in biology, or you know, or even earlier. I'm sure we learned this like in fifth grade. We can't remember it now. I remember Love falling class. asleep in anatomy class because it was I'll, like in the afternoon, and my teacher got mad at me. I'll go first on this just because you've been going first before, Liam. I'll I'll say four, just because that was my instinct initially. Four okay. as well. Oh, oh, uh oh. All right. It might surprise you guys to know. You're correct. There are oh. four chambers in the human yes. heart. Yes. Yes. I almost, you, well, you almost one of your chambers gave out, Drew. Oh, oh no. Three. Well, as long as you've got one running. <laughs> yeah. They're, you're they're like nine that. lives, cats. have and, nine lives. And that's science for you, kids. You can take that to the bank. All right, it's a thrilling tie game still. Oh, it's three to three. Three to three. Who will win? That's win. the question on everyone's lips while they listen to this podcast. That's the game. That's the name of the quiz game show. Who <laughs> will win? <laughs> Very simple. We like to keep it straightforward here. All right, question number four. Peter the Great is considered the father of what country? Oh, huh. I'm pretty sure I know this, but I don't a want to hush, give you clues because I don't falls I have to win. If you say it, I will not choose that. Whatever oh, you say. So first you, mover advantage, kind of, or something. You swear? I swear to fucking God. <laughs> okay. Wait, are you gonna? Oh uh, yeah, you could say yours, and then we also. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. 
I'm just All the right. host. I swear on Liam's parents' lives. If he betrays me, <laughs> I'll destroy him. You're going to get your dad to hit his dad. <laughs> um, I'm going to say Russia. Oh, oh my gosh. Do you want to I guess I got to go Liam? with. Yeah, I am, no, <laughs> I'm going to go with. Liam, I'm going to go with the USSR then. Uh, <laughs> if you have. <laughs> History and geography, both both weak points of mine. It's going to be tough to even have an idea of what's a remotely reasonable answer. <laughs> you could phone a friend if you have to. Mm. Or you is, can Mark, use a, is, Mark, is Mark as a his, history buff? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, big time. I don't, I, not that I know of. Uh, I think we've talked, we've had talks about like geography before and both of us are like, oh. Um, I'm going to go with Germany. Okay, okay. Final answer? Yeah. Drew, I guess that's your final answer. You locked it My in. My final already? answer, I locked it in. Well, it might surprise you guys to know that it is indeed German. Russia. No, no. Yes, comrade, it is. No. Thank God I got that because I'm a history major. If I didn't, it'd be pretty bad. Oh, snap. It's four to three. Drew in the lead. Okay, number five. What is the name of the car in Disney's The Love Bug? You're thinking of The Bug's Life? That's the one. That's what I was thinking of even more. Are you thinking of, wait, the love bug? Herbie fully loaded? It's an old school. It's a very old school movie. Yeah, is it? I mean, I was going to call it Margaret's, but isn't it, isn't it, is it Herbie? Is Herbie a different, is different, is it a different Volkswagen bug? Nobody knows. There's a Lindsay Lohan movie called, yeah, there was two, was there two Herbies? Was there original Herbie and then there was Herbie fully loaded or was there only one Herbie that she was in that was her, that was just called having to be called Herbie up with an, a, with a, uh, a colon. Do you know, Liam? Do you know? I know that her, I think that it sounded like two very different movies. Uh, I've never heard of this love bug stuff. I don't know if Sam's making it up and lying to me or if it's real, but, uh, yeah, Herbie fully loaded is, uh, it came out in That's, 1968. Hmm. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call Marcus right now. Okay. He says he's good to go. Hello. Hello, Marcus. It's Drew. I know who you are. I have you on my phone. It's Drew. <laughs> <laughs> best buds. Best buds. That's right. Let's go. <laughs> it's going good. It's going good. How are the kids today? Uh, everybody's good and not pukey. So that's wonderful. That's nice. What a joy to be a father, right? I know. Right. What's the, uh, what's the hardest age since you've experienced this whole spectrum now? The toddler. The toddler toddler is the hardest age of all of them. He's just been a tornado. Is that that him in the background? Yeah, it's him. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I'll keep, I'll keep it brief. Thank God you have kids, but I don't know if you'll know this, this question. Oh, nice. What is it? All right. It's, what is yeah. the name of the car in Disney's The Love Bug? And Sam gave us a hint that it's from the '60s. Was the sh- was the show? Was the show? Movie a fan thing? of '60s Disney <laughs> movies? <laughs> is it Herbie? I'm gonna go with Herbie. That's what we're, so we're, 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 we're discussing. Is that what it is? Okay, we're, we're going back and forth. This we only remember Herbie Fully Loaded, the Lindsay Lohan yeah, so I gem. Think it, I think the, the original one was also Herbie the Love Bug. Okay. All right, yeah. so I guess you just confirmed our inclinations here, so oh, that's good. Oh, is that what you were saying? This, have your kids seen The Love Bug? 
No. <laughs> have they watched the Lindsay Lohan yeah, classic? Yeah, Disney Plus. Ask if he has Disney Plus. No, you... they haven't. I should make him watch it on Disney Plus. Yeah, you have Disney Plus. Because I'm, I read, the, I think I'm the only one who watches Disney Plus for the most part. You watch, the Man- you watch the Mandalorian? I'm guessing. Oh yes, I've watched it twice all the way through, and now I've seen Wandavision twice all the way through all the episodes. Like oh, that. I haven't started Wandavision yet. I need to start oh, that. We, I'm on, I'm on Mandalorian season two, so I'm excited to continue. It's pretty addicting. Yeah, what episode are you on? Because that season, like episode four of season two it just gets bananas Ooh, i'm on it i am on episode four i'm I mean, he it, just he just went, goes crazy he just <laughs> went back to navarro he just is on his way back to navarro with oh, uh gosh. with the child yeah it's just bananas okay good to hear good to hear well thank you for your help on this question sir and no problem, i think that you might have given a hint to liam as well so we'll see how this goes <laughs> good luck guys okay thanks bye have bye. A good day. bye bye Man, that is that what you were saying to me, Drew? I was texting Marcus to see if he was free. Is that were you saying that like is it based off of that old one? Well, I didn't know. I was, I've heard this show, The Love Bug, and I remember that Herbie is a Volkswagen Beetle, so and I, yeah. I consider that a bug. So I just didn't. I don't. I mean, I didn't know. Maybe I mean, who knows? Maybe Disney has created like multiple magical Volkswagen Beetles that are out there traveling, and Herbie's like the love child is something else. I don't Where know. Where are you getting Volkswagen Beetle from? Isn't that what Herbie is? Herbie's a bug. Oh, yeah, but I'm saying my question says, what is the name of the car in Disney's The Love Bug? Well, because I think the bug is, yeah. is consi- bug's a nickname for a Volkswagen Beetle, isn't it? Oh, yeah, bug. I just thought you were, uh, I didn't know if you were just reading into it. Yeah, okay. Are you trying to throw right. me off? You're, all, uh, you're, you're the moderator. You can't lead me in a wrong I direction. I was just wondering because you said you keep saying this Volkswagen Beetle, and I'm like, all I said was car, but okay. Oh, okay, okay. I'm reading into it then, I guess. Mm. All right, well, I'm gonna trust. I'm gonna trust Marcus this this time, um, and go for Herbie. Wow, is that Shit. your final answer? Final answer, well, Liam. What are you? Because do he's here? going with Herbie. It makes no sense for me to go with Herbie. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go with, um, so cars is a Disney movie. I didn't know. I didn't, I don't think it's a remake, uh, but you know what? I'm going to go with Carl. <laughs> what is That's the a name? classic 60s What's name. the name though? of the car and Disney's the love bug? Carl. Okay. That is final? <laughs> classic, classic 60s name right there. Yeah. Carl. That's your final answer. That's my final answer. I locked that in. Okay guys. Well, it might surprise you guys to know that this title is sometimes referred to as Carl Herbie the Love Bug. The love bug. Ah. And it is indeed Herbie. Dang so, it. Drew, you win another round. Although, ah. you know, I think Liam did say Herbie first to start the conversation. So let's yeah. just call it. Are you going to switch your name to well, Carl? Let's just call it Ty. Because I feel like I Liam did did start the whole like Herbie discussion. So I feel and like also, it, it's only fair that it wouldn't have some mattered. Credit. Because it would have still been four to four. I mean, four to, I mean, what, four to three? Oh, okay. Or five well, to four. I'm sorry. Five to you four. got all five yeah. questions right. Liam missed one. Hey, no shame in losing to the best, Drew. It what happens. a ride that was. What a ride. <laughs> pretty rough. Man, four chambers, two chambers. How many in chambers? In Carl, man. I know. I know. Liam also had the chambers one right out of the gate. He just said, four chambers. <laughs> this was pretty good, man. Because I, yeah. I counted. I was like, okay. <laughs> you touched him and counted. You felt him. Four. Okay, okay. It's like there's four <laughs> in this crazy skeleton. Well, <laughs> I guess we can. Uh, we should wrap it up with our final review of our movie rental under three ninety nine, or in some cases, three dollars. Two ninety nine. Yeah. <laughs> 
two nine nine and under. Yeah, ours is out of three ninety nine. So I think you should review the movie itself, but also the experience of buying the movie under that amount. Yeah, because wait, what? How did you watch it on a computer or on a TV or what? I watched it on my Samsung TV, which ha- you can put the Amazon app onto it. So I was able to purchase it through my TV through and, the Amazon account. And the standard definition option was just there easily to click. Well, you had to search for it. So you had to click over to like more purchase op- options. Like okay. originally it only said HD, like buy HD yeah. rental. And then I had to yeah. go to more purchase options and click to find the SD. And yeah. So I also, in your wrap up, I want to hear if you thought it was nice and crystal clear, no issues or what, or if you're like, like, is the SD worth versus the HD? That's a good, yeah. I mean, so I, I can't say for sure because I didn't watch the HD version. So I had no comparison point, Yeah. <laughs> but, but as far as the qu- image quality of the SD version, I, I thought it looked fine. It looked good. I mean, I, I think it, it's a movie though that doesn't necessarily need to look the yeah. most crisp, yeah. like maybe Out of benefits. any movie, the whole this thing. one would make more sense to be low quality than any other film. Yeah. So I think you can go for the SD version and feel completely satisfied with the experience as I was. So, you know, I don't know where that dollar goes to, if it goes tra- straight to Amazon's pocket or it goes to the filmmakers, goes to the filmmakers, get that HD support them. They made a good movie. If it doesn't, Amazon's big enough. They don't need your money. Go with 299. I think it's a, nice. I think it's a split. Like, Split? Yeah, what's yeah. that split? What's that percentage though? It's I think like, it might be like 60 is it like, or something. Or even 90, 10, you know. Amazon's a, a brutal conglomerate. So Yeah. I always love the idea if you if we just are like, so when that thing happened and you're like, I didn't see it. And we're like, what about when he got lit on fire and you're like, I didn't see that. And we're just like, how low quality was your take on this? This is like seven pixels. <laughs> I mean, I, and I, I would say like, as somebody who looks for the deal, I do, I do go back and forth over whether the movie justifies the HD rental. Whether really? I'll, I do actually think about that, like whether I'll save the dollar and just go for SD. And so in this case, happy with my choice. Glad I got the SD version. Only cost $3 watched a great movie you know it was a it was a pleasant saturday i must say it was a, it was a solid day and i mean it's amazing the movie's only 60 minutes it's the it's the length of an ordinary you know tv drama and you get a full beginning middle and end in, in one sitting which is very rare for that length and i was uh overall cheers to the filmmakers very impressed with their work mm-hmm. and uh would gladly watch um a sequel host too so send it my way i'll, I'll check it out nice okay, well, what, what are you the host, we'll host universe going yeah, I think we just made one this Zoom call. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what do you give it? I give it how many screams? How many screams? Out of a hundred. <laughs> I give it seventy-five screams and ten tears. Ooh, nice. Out of a hundred? <laughs> Out of a hundred. Well no, no, the tears are the tears are like an an add-on. They're like a yeah. bonus. Ten so tears. It's up to eighty-five items. <laughs> in, in honor. So ten 10 out of 10 tiers for the performances, which I thought were pretty great oh, nice. in the film. Okay. So the tiers go to the performances. 75 out of 100 goes to the overall movie, which I thought worked really well. It wasn't the scariest thing I've seen, but, and you know, ha- follow, definitely follow, it's nothing new. It, it follows a bunch of tropes that you've seen before. So it's like not an original movie, but does everything very effectively. Enjoyable ride was, I, I exclaimed, you know, you can't ask for more than a horror movie than to like yelp out loud when you watch <laughs> something, hide your eyes, turn away. So. I would give it 70 screams and with an additional 20 applauses for ingenuity for being able to make that like 
it just ra- freaking put churn out something that's actually half decent in in this uh state of the world that's actually uh relevant and everything yeah i think uh man i'm gonna give it like 89 screams out of 100 because i just think it's very worth it i think it's also going on well first of all the movie yeah i would say it's they did an excellent job like we've all talked about and and not only that it's not like you don't have to put that caveat on it if you don't know that oh they made this in quarantine it's just like hey you want to watch this scary movie and get freaked out tonight and you watch it and it is a scary movie that'll freak you out and you'll have a good time if that's what you're looking for. So it's definitely worth the watch. And um, I'll give it also uh, 10 tiers. And then, um, and it's worth also, I would say it is worth the um, 399 that I paid for HD. I think being in a, so I don't know how many of these style of movies you've seen that are, are taking place. There haven't that many produced like about the, current state of our world like existing in the pandemic or tv shows or anything like that have you guys seen anything else that is this the first one you've seen that actually takes place during the pandemic i saw that Anne hathaway movie too with uh locked yeah lockdown lockdown yeah Yeah. and i enjoyed this more than that for example like dang i don't um, even know what that is i've never even heard of that it's an hbo max movie just came out like two weeks ago it's like kind of fun the performances it's like very big performances which are enjoyable in their own regard like it's movie stars really putting it you know, putting it in. Sure. It's um, kind of comedic or what is it? I it's a comedy. It's a comedy, a little bit of drama, mostly comedy though, with a little bit of a heist element to it incorporated. Oh. Um, but either way, it's, it's pretty cool how, like, I don't know how much we're going to want to watch like pandemic movies that are like this, you know, in the next coming years. And I think horror is a pretty good way of telling those kind of stories. It provides an element that's like, I don't want to say like a lightness to the thing, but it's just adding like an absurdity, I guess the whole, the whole existence we're living in right now, which I think is kind of helpful for our own psyche. So I think that's, it's, it's uh it worked effectively, but I agree with what you said, Sam, where it's like outside of the, you actually don't even need to consider it like being in a pandemic. It's a cool movie in and of itself, you know, mm, yeah. but I think it's, it's interesting how they um, took advantage of the opportunity as you were also touching upon Liam and, and made this thing in, in this, in this period of time. And I think it, it uses, um, the constraints of being locked indoors very effectively and having to use this new technology zoom, which I'd never even heard of before this whole pandemic happened. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. All well, right. this is a fun episode. We got to enjoy yeah. the weekend out of our, out of it, it right? Out. Yeah, that was awesome. All right. Tune in next time for what's the friggin' deal with. Uh... We'll find out. We're doing doing Psycho. The score to Psycho. (laughs) All right. Bye, guys. Bye, Bye, everybody. Bye, bye. Be safe. What's the, what's the, what's the freaking